The most prevalent form of human trafficking is sex slavery. 60% of victims are involved in nude modeling, prostitution, pornography, and child sex rings. Sex slavery isn't just associated with migrant victims escaping for a better life. Some sex slaves are sold into government mind control programs by their own pedophile parents. The Illuminati generational families abuse and groom their own children into submission to train them for their future roles within the CIA and distributed to the government, organized crime, and Hollywood. In 2019, it was reported there are an estimated 150,000 child sex workers in the United States, which tells me we have a huge pedophilia problem. The word pedophilia comes from the Greek word paido, meaning child, and philia, meaning friendly love. Pedophilia and sex slavery go all the way back to 7th century BC, ancient Greece, when a man could be romantically linked with a young boy and it was socially acknowledged. Man-boy love originates from an elite initiation ritual into the military life and the religion of Zeus. Zeus believed in Hellenism, which taught prayers are only words. The real worship came from the offering of sacrifice. Pedophilia was seen as an elite mentorship among the wealthy upper classes. A modern day version of this is NAMBLA, North American Man-Boy Love Association, a pederast advocacy group that was started in the late 70s. They coined the term chicken hawk, which means older men who chase after young boys. Todd Phillips, the director of the Hangover series, produced and distributed a documentary called Chicken Hawk, Men Who Love Boys, in 1994. The group recognizes June 20th as International Boy Love Day and posts articles on their website about other boy lovers and pedophile-related articles. There is very little history on the subject of pedophilia, and it wasn't officially defined or studied until 1886 by Richard von Kraft Ebbing and Sigmund Freud. Madeline McCann, the little girl who was kidnapped in 2007, was linked to Sigmund Freud's grandson, Clement Freud, a pedophile who admitted to having sex with girls under the age of 10. He befriended the parents of Madeline McCann before she went missing. Freud owned a villa in Praia de Luz, the same resort town where Madeline went missing. Pedophilia is not a legal term, but the legal crimes associated with it include indecent exposure, child pornography, child grooming, and the act of sexual abuse. Pedophiles are extremely manipulative and devious. Most seek out jobs as teachers, bus drivers, camp counselors, or even go as far as marrying single moms to get access to their children. In most cases, pedophiles were once victims themselves, longing for the manipulation and control once bestowed upon them. Modern research shows extreme negative effects between children and adult sexual relations, drugs, sex and porn addiction, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, anxiety, anger, and suicide. Ancient Greek and Roman slaves were bought by the elite and were branded or tattooed. Nixium, the sex trafficking cult led by Keith Rainier and actress Alison Mack, branded their cult members with their own initials. The founders of this sex cult were Nancy and Lauren Salzman, Claire Bromfman, 
and Kathy Russell. Nancy Salzman was a psychiatric nurse who was trained in hypnotism and neurolinguistic programming. It has been revealed through declassified documents that these techniques were used to program mind control victims in Project MKUltra. What's even more disturbing, Nancy Salzman and her daughter Lauren were slave masters, recruiting women and tasked with locking them in dark rooms for years. This type of trauma splits the mind and causes dissociation. All five of the founding members were indicted on federal crimes as of 2019. And as of September 2020, Claire Bronfman was sentenced to 81 months in prison. Sex slavery is happening in every country in the world and masked under different names. Mormon polygamists have multiple wives and a lot of the time end up sexually abusing their children. The male-dominated Amish community is a perfect breeding ground for sex abuse and incest. There is very little talk and exposure about the Amish Mennonite community, but it is a sinister culture and life of secrecy for many of its women. The Catholic Church has a systemic problem of sexual abuse of children and nuns. A 2019 documentary, Sex Slaves in the Catholic Church, was banned from broadcast in Europe. It is a story about a group of French nuns who claimed they were used as sex slaves by priests and were forced to abort every pregnancy. When the nuns addressed this issue to Pope Francis and the Vatican in 2015, they were denied and silenced. The priests of 23 countries are still abusing to this day. In 2017, Harvey Weinstein, who was nicknamed God and reigned as one of the most powerful Hollywood producers, was exposed during the Me Too movement by more than 80 women. This triggered the phenomenon which is now dubbed the Weinstein effect, where powerful men all over the world were being called out for their sexual deviances and perversions. Most of these men were fired, sued, canceled, and their legacies and careers ruined. Agia Argento, an Italian actress and one of the leaders of the Me Too movement, accused Harvey of abusing her when she was only 17. She went on to star in movies and eventually wrote and directed her own movie, The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things, where she cast seven-year-old Johnny Bennett to play her son. Shortly after she came out about Weinstein's abuse, Johnny Bennett came out against her, saying she gave him alcohol and oral sex in a California hotel. He was 17 and she was 37 at the time. Argento, who was dating Anthony Bourdain, denied the allegations and Bourdain paid the settlement of $380,000. The casting couch is a euphemism for soliciting sex for acting roles. Marilyn Monroe once said, Hollywood is an overcrowded brothel. Lisa Rinna once said, just pull your panties down, bend over, and the role is yours. Thandi Newton recently confessed that a producer filmed her while she touched herself during an audition and later discovered her video was circulating around Hollywood. Molly Ringwald said she was forced to audition naked with a dog collar on, even though it had nothing to do with the scene. Actress Clara Bow had a Hollywood contract with Paramount Pictures that included having orgies for the entire USC football team and performing in satanic bestiality rituals. According to Peter Lawford, Nancy Reagan was known as the Hollywood blowjob queen before she was ever in Washington. Her nickname was Just Say Yes, Nancy. Nancy was just another monarch slave with an arranged marriage. 
The set of the movie Ghost World was a sex trafficking ring and all of the cast were pimped out. This included Scarlett Johansson, Brad Renfro, and Thora Birch. Brad Renfro died of a drug overdose in 2008 at the age of 25. Thora Birch, a former Disney star, whose parents were both porn stars and appeared in the 1972 movie Deep Throat, allowed her to be naked in American Beauty when she was only 16. Scarlett Johansson went on to work in agenda-driven movies pushing artificial intelligence and worked closely with Woody Allen and even defended him when he was criticized for molesting his seven-year-old daughter, Dylan. Bob Villard, a Hollywood photographer, was arrested for having thousands of nude pictures of young boys. Among them were Tobey Maguire, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Danny Nucci. Brian Singer, Mark Collins Rector, and Victor Salva are all pedophile directors. Terry Richardson, another photographer, was investigated by the NYPD for allegations on sexual assault and his art borderlines pedophilia. Jimmy Saville, the British TV and radio personality, turned out to be one of Britain's most prolific pedophiles and psychopaths. He was very close with the royal family, even acting as an informal marriage counselor to Princess Di and Charles. He was accused of sexually abusing over 450 victims by his death, and those were the ones who came forward. He was knighted by Pope Paul II in 1990, which Seville called a relief. Historically in America, all political sex abuse scandals have to do with pedophilia, child pornography, eliciting teen prostitution, and rape. From Thomas Jefferson to Bill Clinton to Anthony Weiner, the political game is no stranger to sex offense. At this point, there is no doubting Pizzagate. From the symbols to the creepy social media posts and the connections to Jeffrey Epstein are just overwhelming. And the real question is, why do so many men and women in positions of power require lots of sex with a variety of people, especially children? Candy Jones eventually started recalling morbid memories of being sexually abused by her parents and shared memories of being isolated in dark rooms, not being able to socialize with children and suffered physical abuse. As a result, she developed an imaginary friend, Arlene. She grew up to participate in beauty pageants and modeling, a likely career path for these mind control victims. Later in life, due to Candy's bizarre behavior, her husband had her participate in hypnotherapy. During these sessions in the 1960s, she revealed she was groomed by the CIA and military with torture and painful sadomasochistic sex. She said she participated in sexual blackmail and delivered messages for the CIA. Candy Jones is the first MKUltra sex slave victim to go on record, which we now recognize as Project Monarch. The book, How the Illuminati Creates an Undetectable Total Mind Control Slave, was written by Cisco Wheeler with the help of Fritz Springmeier. The book goes into great detail about the selection of victims, programming scripts, ritual abuse, trauma, the practice of selling your soul and using generational demons to control the altars of the victim's personalities, otherwise known as multiple personality disorder or MPD. Cisco Wheeler was born into the Illuminati program. Her father was an Illuminati grandmaster and 33 degree Freemason. Her uncle, Earl Wheeler, was a United States Army general and head of the American military during Vietnam. 
Her family are direct descendants of President Ulysses Grant. Cisco says all presidents are related and chosen. In an interview, Cisco said, my abuse started by traumatization in the womb. Then I was sexualized as an infant. President Eisenhower was the first president I remember. It started with a friendship and light touching. Then I was passed around to entertain governors, ministers, and mayors. That led me to the royal family. The Illuminati began infiltrating the churches in the 1940s. Illuminati men would marry Catholics, Lutherans, and Pentecostals and infiltrate that way. These infiltrators were trained by the Jesuits using black magic to weaken the strength of the Holy Spirit within the church. What is really crazy is the first cases of sexual abuse in the Catholic Church were reported in the 1540s, the same decade the Jesuits became an organization. Cisco went on to say, there are over 2 million sleepers in America. Sleepers meaning MKUltra victims waiting to be triggered to activate. She said all 2 million of them will be used during the end time scenario. If people don't understand mind control, they will never realize what's happening to their churches, schools, or politics. But I believe there will be a time when people start to wake up. And this interview was in 1998. Project Monarch was named after the monarch butterfly, and according to Cisco, it is something you are born into, no exceptions. The monarch butterfly passes trauma knowledge through genetics to their offspring from generation to generation. Trauma memory and the ability to dissociate are the key components to creating a sex slave. Dissociation was first discovered by American Indian tribes who would participate in trauma ritual dances while hunting. In India, they would force children to sleep on beds of nails or walk on hot coals. And the children of Buddhist yogis were taught to dissociate into a hypnotic trance. In reality, all of these practices are deeply rooted in occultism and rebranded to the West as the New Age movement. The Illuminati families and aristocracy, otherwise known as the Black Nobility, visited these groups to master these practices on a mission to do two things create a master race, and to take over the world through complete and total mind control, otherwise known as the New World Order. Project Monarch training begins in infancy or early childhood. The children are sexually abused, electroshocked, and tortured until their minds shatter, creating amnesic barriers that creates new personalities called alters, in which they are told they are butterflies. At 18 months of age, the child is tested to determine if they can dissociate enough to be selected for the program. The child must learn to match identical items even before they can speak. This is so they will start to build mirrored images in their mind. Broken mirrored images are a symbol or indicator that a victim's mind has been shattered and that they are a part of this elite program. The standard age for sexual grooming in boys is three. This programming typically begins by receiving oral sex. Females go through charm school, where they are taught to dress sexy and learn the act of seduction. They are taught how to walk, talk, look at men, use their eyes, and how to please men in different ways. If you wonder why there is so much grandpa porn available, it is for this reason. The CIA and MI6 use retired programmers and abusers to train young slaves, and they film it. 
A lot of the porn industry is CIA-conducted mind control experiments via Project Monarch. Children of the Illuminati are taught to not break the circle. A black mat with a white circle is spread on the floor. The child is taught to stay within the white circle, and if they leave the circle, they are subject to torture that could go on for hours or days to teach them obedience. If they obey, they are rewarded with food or water. If they complain that they are bored or cold, they are subjected to more punishment. As the child gets older, ritual trauma starts. The parents might choose to traumatize them on a specific holiday, particularly their birthday, because that is far more damaging. And when their birthday comes around the following year, they are put back into the memory of abuse. Harmonics and sound waves are used to manipulate human neuron pathways to the subconscious. The brain has four types of brain waves, alpha, beta, delta, and theta. Project Monarch has a program for each brain type. Alpha is agenda-based programming. You might see victims portraying the Illuminati symbols or tattoos. Beta is sexual programming. Delta is specific programming for assassins, special agents, or soldiers. Theta is psychic programming. Tracking and ID implants or microchips created by IBM have been implemented and perfected in these victims. While we are talking about Delta programming, Rose McGowan, who came out during the Me Too movement and named Harvey Weinstein as one of her abusers, posted this on Twitter. She is literally talking about the CIA and showing images with guns and helicopters. Is this her admitting she was a programmed assassin? John Gittinger was a Navy lieutenant during World War II and specialized in evaluating personalities. He joined MKUltra in the 50s, but went on to work for Project Monarch. He developed the personality assessment system to evaluate and predict human behavior in a child. The test is divided into three dimensions. I for internalizer, F for flexible, and A for adaptive. This assessment could predict whether a child would become a computer programmer, entertainer, assassin, or other CIA asset. If a young boy was overly aggressive, he would be marked for warmonger or future general. If a girl could sing, dance, or had charisma, she would be marked for the entertainment industry. These designated roles within the Illuminati are known as spins. The CIA works closely with the Tavistock Institute to create social movements and lead culture where they see fit. These roles are dominated by politicians, athletes, performers, evangelists, and TV journalists. Jim Morrison, David Crosby, Frank Zappa, and John Phillips were all children of high-ranking members of the American military and lived in the neighborhood of Laurel Canyon, a one-time home to the Air Force's photographic group. Jared Leto, actor and cult leader, lives in the Hollywood Hills military base today. The group's mission was to defuse the anti-war movement by getting kids hooked on rock music and drugs. Woodstock was only made possible because of Nelson Rockefeller, the governor of New York, who approved and helped fund it. It was just another mind-controlled psyop to push cultural change. There is no doubt in my mind that Jim Morrison was a Project Monarch victim. His dad, Captain George Stephen Morrison, was responsible for initiating the Gulf of Tonkin incident, a false flag to get the United States engaged in the Vietnam War. Jim Morrison's alter egos were named the Lizard King and Mr. Mojo Rising, all sexual in nature. In the Doors song, The End, 
Jim sings about wanting to have sex with his mother before he commits suicide. He once said of the song, Sometimes life is too painful to tolerate. I was saying goodbye to my childhood. Life hurts more than death. But why would he sing about fornicating with his mom? Incest seems to be a major theme associated with Project Monarch. John Phillips, the founder of the band The Mamas and the Papas, was another satanic generational mind-controlled victim. His alter ego was Papa John, and he was the son of a high-ranking U.S. Marine of World War I. His daughter, Mackenzie Phillips, started her career with Disney and found fame on the 70s show one day at a time. By age 11, she was addicted to cocaine and alcohol, both introduced to her by her dad. When she was 19, she woke up from a blackout and was having sex with her dad. The incestual relationship went on for 10 years. The incest ended when she became pregnant and had an abortion. She wrote about it in her tell-all book, High on Arrival. Stephanie Seymour, supermodel and ex-girlfriend of Axl Rose, has an open incestuous relationship with her two sons. They have been photographed kissing and groping on the beach. Her photo shoots with her sons are extremely disturbing and unnatural. Psychiatrists would label this as trauma bonding. Trauma bonding is part of monarch mind control. Stephanie Seymour has given her sons an Oedipus complex at the highest levels. By Oedipus complex, I mean she has trained them to never leave her and perhaps groomed them to serve elite circles as child sex slaves. In the 2019 documentary, Tell Me Who I Am, twin brothers Alex and Marcus Lewis detailed the story of their twisted ritual abuse at the hands of their own mother. Their mother groomed the boys to have sex with not only her, but with each other. More trauma bonding. They were isolated together with no keys to the house and were forced to sleep outside in a shed. It was revealed their mother pawned them off to an elite pedophile network to serve her wealthy friends. When she died, the brothers found their mother's child pornography collection with pictures of themselves. Strange photos started to surface on the internet of Anderson Cooper and Carter Cooper in bed with their mother, Gloria Vanderbilt. The photos depict the children in bed with satanic themes. Anderson Cooper went on to become the primary news anchor for CNN and Carter threw himself off a building, resulting in suicide when he was 23. Before Gloria Vanderbilt died, she used to call Kathy Griffin her daughter. When Gloria Vanderbilt died, Kathy Griffin said she knew Gloria better than Anderson Cooper did. These comments led to much speculation that perhaps Kathy was really a secret Vanderbilt or the real Carter Cooper. Conspiracy, yes, but a strange one. Kathy and Anderson used to host the New Year's Eve live show for CNN, but had a public falling out. Is this another deep, dark secret of the Illuminati Vanderbilt family? This weird painting owned by John Podesta was rumored to be Anderson Cooper as a young boy. The resemblance is uncanny. Speaking of art, Gloria Vanderbilt had a collection herself that she called Dream Boxes. This art was made by Gloria, and the monarch themes are so obvious. Lindsay Lohan started her career as a Disney kid and suffered a drug-fueled life with abuse and crazy parents. She had bisexual relationships with Paris Hilton, Britney Spears, and Samantha Ronson in the 2000s, and was part of the anti-panty party, where no one would wear underwear, and the paparazzi constantly photographed them. She hung out with creepy pedophile photographer Terry Richardson and spent nights at clubs coked out of her mind with her mom, Dina. This is Lindsay and her mom. If this is how they behave in public, just think what they do behind closed doors. 
It was also alleged that Brittany Murphy had an incestuous relationship with her mother, and it was up to Brittany to support her financially. It was rumored that Brittany, her husband Simon, and Brittany's mother all slept together in the same bed before they died. Heather Locklear was born into a Disney family. Her mother was a Disney executive and abuser. Heather married Richie Sambora of Bon Jovi and had a daughter, Ava. They got divorced when Sambora allegedly learned of the incestual relationship Heather started with her daughter when she was only four. It was rumored that Heather was sleeping with Charlie Sheen, and to please Charlie, Locklear would include a four-year-old Ava in their sex sessions. It was around the same time Denise Richard filed for divorce from Charlie after discovering child porn on his computer. Richie Sambora and Denise Richard started dating right after their divorces. Perhaps they had a sad and tragic event that brought them together. Heather was awarded joint custody after a devastating battle with Richie, but was arrested for choking her mother out thereafter. Drew Barrymore was born into the famous Barrymore acting family in the 70s. Her godfather is Steven Spielberg. Before we go farther into Drew's creepy past, let's talk about Spielberg for a second. In 2013, actor Crispin Glover released an essay called, What Is It? He wanted the reader to ponder why Spielberg's movies were generally centered around young kids and mentioned Michael Jackson, that they could possibly share the same love for little boys. Spielberg's adopted daughter, Michaela, spoke out about her childhood sexual abuse. She said she was surrounded by predators, groomed, and abused her whole childhood. Michaela is now a porn star, suffers from alcoholism and eating disorders. This is Michaela with her fiance in 2020. He is 30 years her senior. Drew Barrymore got drunk for the first time when she was only eight years old and did drugs with her parents. Drew and her mother used to frequent Studio 54, snorting cocaine and watched adults having sex. When Drew was 14, her mother went to rehab. Drew emancipated from her parents and moved in with David Crosby. She went on to pose nude for Interview Magazine at the age of 16 and Playboy, and has been married three times. Jada Pinkett Smith revealed that her grandmother taught her how to give herself multiple orgasms when she was only nine years old. Her daughter Willow and mother were sitting with her during this revelation. I can only speculate these behaviors were passed down. Mariel Hemingway is best known for her role in Woody Allen's film Manhattan, for which she was nominated an Academy Award when she was only 16 years old. In her book, Out Came the Sun, Mariel described her time in Paris while filming the movie and what it was like to date Woody Allen. She was the granddaughter of legendary author Ernest Hemingway, who shot himself at the age of 61. In the documentary, Running from Crazy, she revealed that her father, Jack Hemingway, sexually abused her sisters for years and that he too was molested. The Hemingways are just another generational incest family. Her sister, Margot Hemingway, a supermodel, was eventually diagnosed as bipolar schizophrenic and committed suicide at the age of 42. Since 2016, there has been a rise in incest porn thanks to HBO's Game of Thrones. But remember when Ted Cruz liked an incest porn video on Twitter? Pornhub's vice president, Corey Prince, said, now our fans can check out the same video a presidential nominee and current senator watched in its entirety. And because of this, we learned that Pornhub tracks every video and every user. Over the years, movies and TV have blurred the lines between incest and love. 
From the Brady Bunch to Star Wars, Clueless to Cruel Intentions, incest themes have always been around. Heather Graham, while promoting her film Flowers in the Attic, which was about incest, said the story was exciting, sexy, and weirdly romantic. Shia LaBeouf was asked who he thought the sexiest woman alive was, and he responded, My mother, as sick as that sounds. When R. Kelly was asked who his crush was, he said, My mom. I would marry her if I could. It was revealed that R. Kelly was molested by his older sister when he was seven. And how can we forget the famous kiss between Angelina Jolie and her brother James? When asked about why he was still single, he said, I'm so close to Angie that I've already got the perfect girl in my life. Rob Kardashian once said Sister Kim was his biggest crush growing up, and he tweeted that Chloe was his woman crush Wednesday. Chloe responded by saying, incest is best. The Kardashian sisters also have contests where they smell their vaginas to determine which one smells the best. When asked about this, Chloe said, why wouldn't we smell them? It was Kris Jenner who encouraged Kim to make a sex tape and pose for Playboy, but it didn't end there. Remember the awkward photos of Kim attending the Vienna Ball with billionaire Richard Lugner? Even Kim's dress looked like the Knights Templar logo. He paid her $500,000. And I'd just like to pose the question, what kind of mother encourages this? Brie Luna, a Los Angeles-based witch and Instagram influencer, was once asked who she thinks the most realistic witch is, and she said, Kris Jenner. In the 90s, Kris once sold magical ritual manifestation candles for $100. Check out the butterfly. Kim has been photographed with Marina Abramovich, a famous witch and spirit cooker. But it doesn't surprise me knowing the family's obsession with crystals, body modification, and sharing their supermoon rituals on social media. Even Kendall Jenner says being a witch is a lifestyle. Is Caitlyn Jenner really living her truth? Or was she part of an MKUltra experiment? Did you know the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, spent 200 hours as a test subject for MKUltra at Harvard? Did you know afterwards he wanted to have gender reassignment surgery? Daryl Hammond came out about his traumatic abuse he suffered at the hands of his mother. She would cut his tongue with knives, which is a spirit cooking and Santeria practice. And Lena Dunham once admitted she accidentally molested her younger sister. Other celebrities who suffered from incest abuse are Anne Heche, Ellen DeGeneres, Roseanne, Monique, Queen Latifah, Drew Carey, Santana, Rita Hayworth, Ashley Judd, Terry Hatcher, Tyler Perry, Missy Elliott, Vanessa Williams, Whitney Houston, and these are just some of the people that have come forward. Oprah revealed she was sexually abused when she was nine years old by her cousin. It was her school in Africa that was investigated for sexual abuse and the discovery of dead newborn babies, and she touted John of God, who is now in jail for major sex crimes. You're seven years old and someone is stroking your penis. It feels good. Even though you don't have a name for what that is, it feels good. And when I first said this years ago, people were like, you're crazy because everybody wants to believe it's like sexual assault and you're being thrown up against the wall and you're being raped. And I have said for years, if the abuser is any good, it, you won't even know it's happened. You will be in it and you won't even know it's happened. And if the abuser is any good, 
he or she is going to make you feel like you're a part of it. Comedian Paula Poundstone was convicted on three counts of lewd behavior with one of her adopted daughters who was under the age of 14. Steve-O once had a tattoo of himself fornicating with a baby, but covered it up with a bestiality image. The most sought-after father for these breeding programs is the pedophile father, particularly fathers that molest their infant babies. The CIA knows that if a father would abuse his own daughter, the man has no conscience. This type of man could go on to program other children with no regret or remorse. Kathy O'Brien, a Project Monarch whistleblower, claims her father abused her from infancy and all of her siblings. Her older brother went on to rape her during her youth. She grew up in Muskegon, Michigan, which she called pedophile capital. When her father got caught distributing child pornography, he was propositioned to sell his kids into the Monarch program, which he did. Her father was offered a deal by President Gerald Ford, and Kathy was prostituted to Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, Michigan State Senator Guy Vanderjot, Gerald Ford himself, and West Virginia Senator Robert Byrd, who eventually became her owner and handler. Listen to what Kathy said about the Jesuits. I'm not saying everyone who is Catholic is bad, but there is a criminal faction within the Catholic Church who call themselves the Jesuits, which is the intelligence arm of the Vatican, where Project Monarch stems from. Kathy's mind control was Wizard of Oz programming. The phrase, somewhere over the rainbow, was heard after the abuse to get her to dissociate. Watch 22-year-old Demi Moore kiss 14-year-old actor Philip Tanzini and pay attention to the song. Okay, one more time. This is no coincidence. Demi Moore was raped at 15 and had three children with actor Bruce Willis. Demi was notorious for sharing nude pictures of her and her children in the bathtub. And now in their adulthood, they still bathe together. This is Hollywood trying to normalize incest. Kathy stated that much of her abuse was done at Bohemian Grove, where cocaine and baby sacrifice was rampant. At one of the ceremonies, her vagina was mutilated and carved to resemble an evil face. Kathy says it is visual pleasure of the sadistic abuser. In Kathy's book, Transformation of America, Kathy said the first time she met Hillary Clinton, she was forced to strip naked and show Hillary her mutilated vagina. Hillary was so turned on, she screamed, God, and performed oral sex on Kathy. Hillary then yelled, Eat me, oh God, eat me now. Bryce Taylor, another Project Monarch whistleblower, came out with a bombshell book called Thanks for the Memories. The PDF is free online for anyone to read. She said that all Monarch slaves tattoo themselves and you will find many of them have butterflies. Until 1985, really, I thought I was living a perfect life. I thought I had a perfect childhood. I thought I had, you know, perfect parents and family and that my, my family that I married was perfect. It couldn't have been farther from the truth. My multiple personality condition resulted from what I had first thought in 1986 was solely sexual and ritual abuse. But as I began to remember and heal more of my hidden past, I realized that ritual abuse was merely the mind control 
trauma base my pedophile father and others used to condition me for participation in Project Monarch, the Central Intelligence Agency's white slavery operation. Mind control sex slaves are created by um, starting with a child from birth and inducing trauma, which for me was done in the form of being sexually abused and then being satanically abused within a church um, and then also at home where I was put through a trial of satanic rituals which means um, there were blood rituals done where I was forced to witness um, animals and people being sacrificed um, and then things such as in the church I was uh, sexually abused by the minister there and a lot of it was a cover for pornography and then child prostitution that was looked like I was going to choir practice but once um, the doors were closed to the area where we did that. We were taken down in the basement and it turned into um, kitty porn where we were being filmed. After I fled from California, I began having vivid detailed memories of being used as a sex slave to some of our nation's highest level government officials. Among them were John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Baines Johnson, Nelson Rockefeller, Henry Kissinger, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George Bush, and top entertainment professionals such as my owner, Bob Hope. The truth is that there are slave auctions that very elite people attend to be able to own and buy the best mind control slaves uh, that, that money can buy. Frank Sinatra was Bob Hope's friend and he actually was um, the person that was in charge of me a lot when I was in Las Vegas on assignment. Um, I would be taken there to be prostituted to Elvis or to um, some of the other entertain entertainers there during the shows. Um, uh, Dean Martin, uh, Bing Crosby, um, Sammy Davis Jr. and all types of different situations. And I would be taken to different parties where they were um, where they were at, where then I was prostituted, or they would make some pornography or something. The theme of the pornography uh, filmed by Sylvester Stallone was um, sex with dolphins. And he was filming a lot of the these young girls with the dolphins. And um, that was actually pornography that was shared with a lot of people later on. They filmed us over, t over years with all sorts of animals. In Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut, Tom Cruise is approached by a man in a mask. When you see his profile, you can clearly see that it is Bob Hope. Kubrick never let a detail go to waste, and he was always intentional, trying to tell the audience something. Same with the last scene in the movie, where Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise are walking away from their daughter, and she is taken by strangers. And here is Tiger Woods at age two, on TV with Bob Hope, and he went on to become one of the best golfers in the world with a sex and drug addiction. Bryce Taylor mentioned in her book that her mother would take her to sex slave auctions for Illuminati families that appeared to be children's fashion shows. It made me think of this photo I once saw of Paris and Kathy Hilton. 
Their mother, Kathy, was best friends with Michael Jackson. Paris said she spent a lot of time with him as a kid. But why is Paris Hilton at the White House with Nancy Reagan as a baby? Nikki Hilton grew up to marry a Rothschild, and her Instagram feed is filled with images of cats, dolls, and pizza. Paris Hilton came out with a bombshell YouTube video revealing the traumatic abuse she suffered as a teenager. She was sent to the Provo Canyon Boarding School in Utah. With parental consent, she was kidnapped from her own bed in the middle of the night and sent away for a year. While she was there, she suffered verbal, physical, and sexual abuse. And when she left, she emerged as the Paris Hilton that we know today. The troubled teen industry is worth billions and caters to the elite and upper-class families looking to teach their kids a lesson. These are all over the country disguised as boarding schools, wilderness schools, Illuminati daycares, and charm schools. All kids come out of these environments with post-traumatic stress, which makes them entirely more vulnerable for mind control and to become a CIA spin. Provo Canyon is tied to the Clinton School of Public Service in Arkansas, and their last guest speaker was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You can't make this up. Anthony Kidman, father of Nicole Kidman, was Jesuit-educated, serial rapist, and Project Monarch programmer. Fiona Barnett, an Australian whistleblower, came out with the bold claim that her and Nicole were ritually abused by Kidman and was forced to participate in human sacrifice. After the story broke, Kidman fled to Singapore, where he suddenly died. It makes you wonder why Stanley Kubrick casted Nicole in Eyes Wide Shut. In 2009, Courtney Love posted this on Facebook. Britney's dad molested her. Imagine the father that molested you, owning you for slavery, while you're forced to sing songs picked for their sexual content every night. Insane, right? Britney started her career with Disney and was under management by pedophile Lou Pearlman. In Lynn Spears' memoir, Through the Storm, she casually detailed how Britney would sacrifice chickens in the backyard, as if it were normal. And in 2006, Britney shaved her head, drew a 666 on her forehead, saying she was the Antichrist, and screamed that she wanted everyone to stop touching her. People have become privy to Britney's bizarre Instagram posts and conservatorship with her father. Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney's younger sister, was on Nickelodeon, and close with pedophile TV producer Dan Schneider. She got pregnant at 15, and rumors circulated that the baby really belonged to Dan. Amanda Bynes, another Disney and Nickelodeon child star, accused her father of sexually abusing her when she was young and saying he should be in jail. Like Britney, Amanda has a conservatorship with her father. She suffered from public meltdowns, drug problems, eating disorders, and became famous for crazy Twitter rants. She sent a letter to her lawyer, cryptically capitalizing certain letters of the email, and it spelled out, Dan did it. Hillary Hawkins, former Nickelodeon child actor, released the molestation monologue, saying they are based on true stories. Ariana Grande, former Nickelodeon child actor, was notoriously exploited on the show Victorious for talking about being wet all the time and putting her own toes in her mouth to appease Dan's foot fetish. Jeanette McCurdy, former Nickelodeon child actor, created a YouTube channel where she shares her own personal videos. One video is titled, He Touched Me, and wrote in the description that it is autobiographical. 
watch this creepy video she posted titled Dan Schneider. Hey Dan Schneider, I know you're watching my Vine. Do you like my Vine? Vine, 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 look what you've done to me. Dan Schneider recently deleted over 4,200 tweets regarding children and his foot fetish. You can see them all online through various threads. Very disturbing. But it wasn't just him at Nickelodeon who were into kids. Ezel Channel, Marty Weiss, Brian Peck were all arrested at different times in their career. The creator of Ren and Stimpy is a pedophile. And then when we think it can't get any weirder, Disney child actor Orlando Brown accused Will Smith of raping him and that Michael Jackson set the whole thing up. And of course, we've seen the weird incest videos of Will Smith kissing his son on the lips. Macaulay Culkin, another Disney child actor, started a band called the Pizza Underground. All of their songs were super weird and just have images of pizza. Was he hinting at something? Corey Feldman and Elijah Wood have addressed Hollywood's pedophilia problem in many interviews and articles. Cole Sprouse became infamous for his cryptic Twitter posts alleging to the boy's troubled past in the industry. He once posted about having to perform oral sex on older men, but it was removed and now completely scrubbed from the internet. What I find to be strange is Cole was accused of sexual assault out of nowhere. Could this have been a message to him? The twins were forced to dress as girls on Disney and in movies. What kind of psychological damage does this do to a little boy? I find it really disturbing and sad that many child actors have been pumped through the Disney or Nickelodeon machine and end up with severely complicated and unstable lives filled with pornography, drugs, suicide, or murder. the butterfly effect, the cast plays a group of young adults who were psychologically traumatized as children, being coerced by one of the neighborhood parents to take part in child pornography. This leads the main character to have blackouts and amnesia, which is a sign of beta programming. Beta programming is the ultimate sex slave program. Cat alters come out at this level known as kitten programming. Abusers of this programming are known to wear red shoes and say, purr for me kitten which will activate the beta slave altar. Clothing with feline prints denotes kitten programming, and you can see it everywhere in Hollywood.
In the music video Fade by Kanye West, Tiana Taylor transforms into a cat. Tiana said, The video is way deeper than most people can process, but I'd like for them to figure it out. Here is Katy Perry selling her cat perfume. It is disturbing to see the couple in the music video was fornicating in front of their baby. This is ritual abuse. In an article published by Whitney Webb, she explained that Ghislaine Maxwell's sister, Isabel, while trying to convince Bill Gates to work for her, purred for him like a cat. This is obviously bizarre, and it definitely stuck out to me when I read this. Perhaps the Maxwell family were all under mind control for espionage and blackmail, just like Candy Jones. Peter Pan and Tinkerbell programming is a script for never growing up. It's pretty obvious who was subject to this one. Michael Jackson's artwork is very telling and sad, and it depicts the abuse he went through. And here is Paris Hilton with her Tinkerbell perfume, and her dog was named Tinkerbell. Alice in Wonderland programming is mostly used. The White Rabbit is a programming figure who will seduce you into seeking adventure through inaccessible information. The rabbit represents the master. The White Rabbit is an important figure to the slave. And as you can see, many celebrities like to dress up as Alice or use Alice in Wonderland themes. And even QAnon uses this theme. Maybe this is your aha moment, but this is how they control your mind. QAnon is a form of mind control. Actress Kristen Stewart grew up in an Alice in Wonderland themed house because that's normal. Other major symbols of monarch programming are castles, flowers, bird cages, and hourglasses. Kathy O'Brien claimed that Dick Cheney kept an hourglass as a reminder on his desk and always said, the sand that sifts through the hourglass is a measure of your worthiness to live or die. In Project Monarch, there are two people assigned to one slave, which they call handlers. If either handler were to die, this would activate the slave's suicide program. If the handler loses control of the victim, internal voodoo will carry out a spell to get the altars in check and to obey. Using voodoo on a slave is called layering, and this brings in the demonic and satanic connection. Project Monarch is heavily tied with Satanism. This isn't about whether Satanism or the satanic panic is real, but the fact is Satanism is a tool used to traumatize children and adults. Satanic imagery is used to traumatize the masses. The top leaders of the mind control program involving Satanism were Anton LaVey and Michael Aquino. Anton LaVey was merely the public agent for Satanism. Through smart publicity tactics, he was able to keep his image semi-clean, never being able to connect himself to pedophilia or child sacrifice, but he was involved with it all. Uh, would you like me to show them how the sign of the curse works? Sign Completely different. How does it go? No, not at you, not at you people out there in the audience, but this is the difference. Aim it toward Red China, would you? <laughs> this is the sign of the horns. A curse sign, the two fingers extended. This way, spread apart for sort of shotgun blast, you know? Always... Well, there are other ones, too. Yeah, what are the other ones? The other ones, one of them's the pox sign, that's three fingers extended. A pox on you? A pox on you, during the Middle Ages, this yeah. was... Oh, yes. But now, originally... You're a bad cat. You well, mean... you have to be bad to be good, don't you? Is it you? true that you teach people how to make voodoo dolls and stick pins in them to, uh, to hurt people? That's right. I believe that hate is necessary in a controlled way just as much as love is necessary. But could it really work? Of course it works. Michael Aquino, a high-ranking military officer and member of LaVey's Satanic Church, was a master of black magic, mind control, and psychological operations. 
Anton LaVey's daughter, Zena, became pregnant at the age of 14 and described her family life as dysfunctional. She has alluded to the abuse which she endured at the hands of her father and called him evil. She severed ties with him and has dedicated her life to helping sexually abused children in Belgium. A rumor popped up that Taylor Swift was the secret child of Zena LaVey, or a clone of her. Taylor Swift is another monarch. Her music videos have monarch symbolism everywhere. She has been through public humiliation rituals and went through the good girl gone bad transformation. This is another sign of monarch programming. So many female celebrities have gone through this. Lena Morgana was an up and coming Staten Island singer and performer who was known around town for her sexy voice and unique style. Before Stephanie Germanata was Lady Gaga, she was a wealthy, spoiled rich girl from New York. She met Lena and they started collaborating on music. They were both scouted out by the same agent, Rob Fasari, and produced a song together. Lena Morgana fell to her death in 2008 at the age of 19 from a New York hotel. The same year Lady Gaga produced her debut album, The Fame. Lena's mother has spoken out against Gaga for killing her and stealing her identity. Was this Lady Gaga's sellout moment? In 2013, Lady Gaga went on a bizarre mind program re retreat with Marina Abramovich. Lady Gaga endured several exercises to test her resilience, such as screaming until her voice gave out, walking naked in the woods for hours with nothing but a blindfold, and lying on the ground with a block of ice. What we are witnessing is ritual trauma. Abramovich is a spirit cooker, which is the act of taking blood from the tongue or genitals, mixed with semen to attract certain demons. These rituals force the slaves to take oaths, sign blood contracts, and make blood covenants. These sacrifices can be a family member, friend, or their firstborn child. This is to reinforce the trauma, solidify the layering of demons and the programming, and the act of selling one's soul. And I just think that the whole idea of celebrity and fame has become really convoluted and, you know, kind of bastardized, like whereas fame used to be the byproduct of success and now it's the ultimate goal. And you, if, you're, if your ultimate goal is to be famous, then you're going to do a lot to, do, to get there, like sign your name in blood in a contract with the devil. Like you're going to end up in a, on a one-way street and it's going nowhere. Like that's just the truth. There's a bunch of devil workers in Hollywood. Holly, and there's a lot of black a lot of black folks too. And they be throwing up them signs. You see them, this, that, all of them. Watch the rappers, watch them folks. It's scary. It's very scary. That devil is real. I sold my soul to the devil. I know it's a crappy deal. Lisa came with a few toys like a happy meal. I get possessed by by the spirits. I mean, I can try, but then it just doesn't happen. I can sing notes and sing strong and do all these things that when I'm just by myself, I can't do. And I remember right before I performed, I raised my hands up and it was kind of the first time I, I felt something else come into me. I don't want to blame him. I, I, I ask him to leave, but he can't. He's here for a reason. People have brought him out. People conjured him up. Now he won't leave. And of course, Rihanna is in the building. Hey, Angie. <laughs> Why is your hand over your eye? Because <laughs> I'm a devil worshiper. What are you talking about? 
Why do you still do it? Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. I mean, I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm holding up my hand. What was your bargain? To get where um, I am now. Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and on this earth and in, uh, and then in a world we can't see. What's it, what has it done to what my career? What has it done to your career? In what way? Uh, how has it impacted uh, you? Know, my album, touring, record sales? album's number one all over the world. All over the world. America's the only one because... I don't want to say too much. But it's not number one in the United States. It's conspiracy, yeah. I don't want to say too much. I'm done. Who are you, Latoya, when you heard the, uh, the sad news? Well, I was actually, my father called me. I was at home. Mm. And I had just hung up the phone with, with um, my business partner. And he had just told me about Farah. And I said, oh my, geez, mm. I wonder who's next. Yeah. Because it always happens in threes. And it's not always that easy because they keep everybody at bay. They keep everyone away, actually. Mm. Everyone. How did they do that? By controlling him, controlling his thoughts, control what he does, not letting any, giving orders, not letting anyone through the gates, not letting anyone near security, things of that nature. And this way they have him and they control, control whatever he does. Do you think, Michael, do you think it's murder? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I said it in the beginning and I, I believe it to this day. You must remember, Michael told me repeatedly that they were going to kill him, that he was going to die. And who did it? These blood signatures go in what the Illuminati calls the Great White Book. And if they break the oath or covenant, their signature will change color and they will lose power. According to Cisco Wheeler, all presidents are forced to sign this great white book and are threatened with death if they fall out of line. All U.S. presidents are born within the same bloodline, which makes them the perfect contenders for Project Monarch mind control. Cisco was asked what happens if a president doesn't fall in line, and she said, look what happened to Kennedy. The Kennedy family is one of the 13 bloodlines of the Illuminati, and we're all subjected to trauma-based mind control. JFK wrote, my mother was never there when we needed her. She never held me or hugged me. Never, never. My mother was a nothing. This clear intention of neglect is highly practiced among satanic Illuminati families. JFK tried breaking out of the mind control system by marrying Doree Malcolm. In the book, The Dark Side of Camelot, it is revealed that the Vatican had this marriage secretly annulled and destroyed any legal record of it. Doree said of JFK, Jack was unable to love or relate to anyone. He was severely broken. Father Joe was a pedo, and many of their childhood friends learned fast not to come around. And many always wondered what happened to Rosemary Kennedy, but plenty suspect incest by Joe Kennedy. When her programming broke, she was ordered to have a lobotomy and disappeared to a mental hospital. Many monarchs end up with the crazy reputation, and some unfortunately die. Just, I think I'm having some gas trouble. Why aren't you pooting then, or does it hurt? It hurts, and I need some, I need some gas poot stuff so I can poot it out. She does. 
As you watch Brittany leave, you'll see that she has quite a bit of a smirk on her face. And this is her escape. You can see the escape in her eyes. As she has actually managed to put one over on her handlers. And the news even actually commented saying that she was tired of her handlers. And this is a, a term used for someone who is in control of the mind control slave. Now, it's curious that... Uh, once she escaped on, on her path, and then she goes into the Promises rehab, mm -hmm. uh, she then scrawls on her forehead 666 and starts running around screaming, I am the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Poor Brittany. It is said of the trauma-based mind controls that they tend to break their programming at 30. Brittany turns 26 this year, so it's no surprise to me that they're starting to act out. Mm -hmm. They... Uh, so she uh, attempted suicide. She, she feels that she is the Antichrist. She's starting to recognize the programming that she did to little children. Rosanna, can we start at the beginning and, and uh, can you tell us the story of, of, of what's happened in your life from, from the very start? Before I started looking into my life, back in 1989, I, I was starting to have flashes of things and my life was not what it, it seemed to be, which is why I started looking into it. The Aryans, the Aryans, and and the purity of the blood, and what it, what it's all about is that the blood and the menstrual blood contains something that is important uh, for the propagation of this race that is controlling things on this planet is they're called the Illuminati and the Illuminati are actually run by these 13 bloodlines which are all of the royal families in in Europe and, and uh, in England and um, they um, need the blood because they are in fact not human they take human shape they are reptilians, and they need the blood. The blood helps them maintain their reptilian shape, and it helps them maintain their sanity, and it helps them to live in this world. Is they need terrorization of, of their victims they, before they are killed for their blood. And it, they have to terrorize them to get this to come out in the blood and be secreted in the blood. They are killed at that moment as they are staring into their eyes. And not only do they, do they, they can't hold their shape when, when this happens. They, the human shape. The human shape they cannot hold. They go back into reptilian shape. The Illuminati Phoenix family were members of the Family of God cult. River and Joaquin went on to Hollywood, but were forced to have sex with other adult cult members at the age of four. River Phoenix died from a drug overdose when he was only 23. Rose McGowan was also part of this cult. Elvis, a monarch slave, married Priscilla Presley when she was just 14. Their daughter, Lisa Marie, married Michael Jackson, and then went on to marry Michael Lockwood. 
Lisa Marie filed for divorce when she found hundreds of child porn images on Michael's computer. Elvis's stepmother, Dee Stanley, said that Elvis had sex with his mother when he was a boy after his father Vernon went off to jail. These people are born into this and chosen. Growing up, monarch slaves are repeatedly told that God is cruel and judgmental. They are read Bible verses that tell of God's wrath and God's anger. By the age of five, the monarch slave is given hypnotic drugs and the demons have been ritually placed inside the child. By age 12, they are told about their genealogical history and introduced to their demons who they call spirit guides. Project Monarch sex slaves are subjected to trances and demonic possessions. Demons come with a price, and the price is blood. According to high-level demonology, certain powerful spirits can be manipulated through blood sacrifice. All of the chakra points and orifices on the human body can serve as portals. A high influx of demonic energy is accompanied by a burning sensation. The term hidden observer is a generational demonic entity that works with the programmer and the child. The demon is asked a series of questions to find out what the child's biggest fears are. Most people are born with specific fears, snakes, blood, spiders, or water. The hidden observer will tell the programmer which fear will work best for the programming because the demonic entity never lies. Demonic entities are why tarot and psychic readings are so accurate. These messages are truth, but are coming from the forbidden tree of knowledge. The programmer, the demon, and the child's creative mind work together to create altars and multiple personalities. The book, 22 Faces, is about the true story of Jenny Hill, a woman living with 22 altar personalities caused by traumatic ritual abuse. I bought this book in 2013 for $15, and it is selling on Amazon for almost $900. In the beginning of the book, Jenny lists each one of her altars. Altars 3, 4, and 16 were created when she was just four years old to handle the abuse from her father. Her 18th altar has a prominent Southern accent. Many monarch slaves take on personalities with accents. I mean, we just want to make sure you're tucked in all right, you know? It's not a good thing to say that though. Oh, okay. If you've heard Lindsay Lohan speak in an interview lately, you might have noticed she doesn't sound like she used to. This is just me holding it with me walking, going. Whereas the paparazzi may be across the street, I didn't know. And they crucified me for it in America. They made me seem like Satan. Azalea Banks posted Instagram stories of herself sacrificing animals. Beyonce's former drummer accused her of practicing extreme witchcraft. Lena Del Rey was using witchcraft to put hexes on Donald Trump. And we know J-Lo practices Santeria. Made. The decision is like this. Mm. I... How many times have you seen award shows where the winner literally thanks Lucifer instead of God? Thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration. A leaked video of Angelina Jolie appeared a couple years ago of her describing the satanic sex rituals she participates in. Super, and I have to like explain to people how, like, where it's more like you're tied down because you need to like be able to like have somebody hold you down and keep you still, or like you fight to have something out, or like be able to hear. 
feel once you're being hunger or something. It's like it comes from a real, real place of like, you know, as opposed to being accessories or something. Like it's like with tattoos and things. Like I've never always gotten them. There's like that time where he's like, oh, I have tattoos. And after a while, you're like, you can explain them. It comes from that real place. It's crazy to be able to like see everybody's sexual, like just sexuality. Or, but it's so weird when you just, I have like the most amazing compromising pictures of people. A nipple clamp, three toe revolutions, one, two, three, ouch! Like the twisting of a nipple or something? Yeah, three full times. I only saw that one she brought over that night though. And then dripping candle wax on Brad Pitt once told GQ that Satanism works for him. He was once married to Jennifer Aniston, who recently admitted she was part of a witch goddess cult. And remember when Anthony Bourdain tweeted that the cast of Friends chanted Hail Satan before every show? What is really strange about Anthony Bourdain's death is he was tweeting about Hillary Clinton three days before he was found dead. Kate Spade, whose company had strange ties to the Clinton Foundation, died three days after Bourdain. Both Bourdain and Spade's deaths were ruled as suicide by hanging. The day after Kate's death, her husband was seen wearing a rat mask from Disney's The Rescuers. Swedish DJ Avicii died from suicide one month before Bourdain and Spade, allegedly for having human trafficking images in his music videos. They say it always happens in threes. And one year prior to these suicides were the suicides of Soundgarden lead singer Chris Cornell and Linkin Park lead singer Chester Bennington, who were in the middle of producing the documentary The Silent Children, exposing human sex trafficking. Both men suffered from sexual abuse as children. There have been rumors that Chester Bennington was the son of John Podesta. Isaac Cappy, another Hollywood whistleblower, called out Steven Spielberg, James Gunn, Tom Hanks and Seth Green as being pedophiles. Shortly after his revelations, he jumped off a bridge and died. Heath Ledger, another monarch, is more evidence of ritual murder. He played the Joker in The Dark Knight, in which Jack Nicholson warned him about. Heath Ledger's dead. About what? Heath Ledger, the actor, he died from New York. Drug overdose. Overdose. He died in New York. I warned him. Listen, Jack. How many child actors or people who get involved in Hollywood occult would be alive today if they had better parents? To me, this all comes down to the parents and the bloodlines they are born into. It's a little bit off subject, but the same kind of principle. I heard that, and I won't mention his name, but it was a big leader and founder of a, a huge satanic organization. He was on his deathbed, and for a Satanist, at the time of death, it's a great victory for them because death is a, is a, is a huge wow. thing that they celebrate. Hmm. And he was getting ready to die and pass on his powers and that. And on his deathbed, he must have got some revelation or an angelic um, appearance or something. And he went into shock, and he said, oh my, oh I my, done? what have I done? He said, there's something very oh wrong. There's something very wrong. There's something very wrong. Wow. And his whole life had been spent propagating these satanic beliefs, getting everyone to believe, establishing official 
organizations for Satanism, and then at the end of his life, he gets this right. this wow. this light that comes to him, and everything that he'd built, he realized was wrong. Project Monarch, in conclusion, is a subset of the CIA's MKUltra program, which is ultimately managed by the Black nobility families and the American Mafia crime families. These people are pedophiles, cannibals, Satanists, drug lords, and aren't even human beings. Victims of Project Monarch don't even know they are associated with it until their late 20s or early 30s when they break their programming. They will develop multiple personalities and suffer from eating disorders, depression, CPTSD, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. When you understand mind control and the main principle behind the Illuminati, it is very simple. Get everyone mad at God and you can get them to commit any sin. Get everyone mad at God and they lose hope. Great effort is taken by the Illuminati to keep people pissed off and in a state of constant fear and paranoia. Why do you think so many false flag events happen? They are beating us down. They want us to submit. They want total control. In 2020, there isn't any institution that hasn't been touched by Satan or the mind control programs associated with it. Our churches, our schools, colleges, our entertainment, and our government. In 2020, it is easy to see that we are at war and the war is for our soul. The most powerful secret in the monarch programming system are the generational demons built up in these bloodlines. This is what we are fighting. Just go back and watch Beyonce's 2013 Super Bowl performance. It's crazy when you Google celebrity tragic deaths and celebrity sacrifices. It is insane to learn how many celebrities have lost a parent, a firstborn child, or a friend in such a short time. Or the 27 Club. There is no doubt in my mind these are generational blood sacrifices. And now is not the time to give up. It is the time to accept it and unlearn everything we've been taught. It is time to turn off our televisions. It is time to break your mind control because we are all victims of Project Monarch to some degree. The whole world is programmed, and it is time that we all dissociate from them. I will leave you with that to do your own critical thinking. Until then, stay safe out there, and don't stop questioning the world around you.